Let's do this shit. Welcome to the Stand the Joke Man Show, a properly a Joke Man Productions LLC, broadcasting from the Boys Room Studios. Slap the shit out of him and then slap him for shit. This is all in heavenly life, too. Time for your host, Stan the Jumpman. Yes! It's a good day to be alive, baby! Woo! Welcome to the Stan the Jumpman Show. Stan the Jumpman talking. Let's get right the hell into it. If you're curious, kids, that would be New Order. Yeah. Which is now Old Order. <laughs> Okay. It's always symbolism. One of the psychedelic bands I used to listen to when they were uh, psychedelic fur-like bands I used to listen to when I was a kid. I listen to everything. I mean, I go to Motley Crue concerts and Rat, and I saw Joan Jett more than anybody alive. I just love music, you know? I I was so blessed to see Whitesnake open up for Motley Crue. And it, it was one of the greatest shows of my life right there in a convention center. Tulsa, Oklahoma. Tawny Katane was sitting at the soundboard, and uh, right just right there by our seats, we were on the floor, and she was looking for a lighter and her cigarette, and I held my lighter up, and she waved me over. I lit her cigarette, and um, and then she died. Yeah, she. Uh, it was a love, just not meant to be, folks. I mean, that's it. Tawny Katane, yeah, she passed away. That was David Coverdale, lead singer of White Snake's wife at the time. Tawny Katane, if you see the video, but she's dancing on the Mercedes and all that shit. Yeah, that's Tawny Katane. Yeah, I almost went to bed with her. You're fucking a right. I'm that. Hey, that's a story I'm telling. You know, I handed her the lighter, then she... Remember, this happened when I was 17, so give me a break, okay? But I handed her the lighter. She just grabbed my head and shoved it in her crotch. Lit her cigarette and said, All right, get out of there, boy, and kiss me. Damn right. I think I got Mercedes grease on my face. Um... Hey, no shit. I went in a boy, come out a man. <laughs> okay. Anyway, yeah, that's the story I was telling at Caney Valley the next day. Okay. But it didn't really happen away. But I did light Tony Katane's cigarette. And then she died of heart disease. So I probably helped kill her. All right, let's get into some important shit here. Speaking of audiences, I am very blessed to have listeners all over this country, and I don't have time to say hi to everybody, but I would love to give you my top seven. Can we do that? And by the way, real quick, this isn't an ego stroke, okay? I ain't doing this to jerk off to it, okay? I'm going somewhere with it. Just stay with me. Uh, my seventh largest listener is Oklahoma City. Would be um, Detroit. They listen out there. I got a letter from somebody at Joke Man Productions LLC on Facebook. They they told me if they listen out there a lot out there at the uh, I guess there's a car plant. Thank you, fellows out by Wayne, Michigan or somewhere. 
Um, the uh, Seattle Boardman, Oregon, Seattle, Washington area. They're tuning in. They come in at number five. San Jose, San Francisco. Thank you so much. Coming in at number, what is that, four. I bet some of y'all might remember me from when I used to work with uh, Monk and Kelly over there in Fresno about a million years ago, back in the 1900s. <laughs> I, work, I work for D's, excuse me, I work for D's at Kiss FM too, so. Altmogee County. That would be Henrietta America, right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coming, that's coming in at number three. When we passed Dallas and Houston, I was impressed. But when they started passing Detroit and everybody was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> I'm just tickled shitless. People around here care to listen. Thanks, guys. I wouldn't. I'd kick my own ass. <laughs> okay. My second biggest group of listeners is out of Wichita, Kansas. Wow. I'm blown away, guys. Thank you. I got so much freaking history up there. You know, I mean, hey, I've been to Joyland many times as a kid growing up. Joyland. Yeah, it was like Bells in Tulsa. It was a city amusement park. It was a freaking blast. And I rode that I rode that roller coaster the same year that guy got killed on it, I think, but I don't remember the loops and the fun. I remember the death. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, what I remember of it, it was lovely. It was a lovely community, and I had no idea Kirstie Alley was from Wichita. Had I known that the night I bumped into her at the Bonaventure, I would have done everything I could to get her to go to bed with me, which I know she probably wouldn't have. She would have beat the shit out of me and had me arrested. <laughs> okay, let's move on. My number one listener, the number one listener of the Stand the Joke Man show, I am proud to announce, folks, Washington, D.C. Washington, D.C. on Amazon is my number one listener. And I got word that someone out of Washington, D.C. said, said, that, and this is an exact quote, they think I'm a fucking idiot. That absolutely makes my show a success because I got them thinking. In this day and age, that says a lot. Since you are my number one listener and I know I got you thinking, here's something I want you to chew on for the next couple of days because I think I speak for most rational, sensible, educated men and women in this country. From now on, let's get something straight, Republicans. You are fucking wrong. Democrats, let's get something straight. From now on, you are fucking wrong. You have thrown your jack-off self behind being a Republican and a Democrat so much you forgot what it was to be an American. You have failed your country, maggots. You've shit 
all over the standards set forth in this country that we're supposed to fucking follow, that's supposed to make it great. But we can't keep you fucking brats from pulling each other's hair out long enough to make, <clears throat> to make the democracy work. I disagree with some of my brother Masons who say a democracy only has about a 150-year lifespan. I completely disagree with that, and I know our forefathers fucking disagree with that. If you can get over you, you, this shit can work. You're fucking wrong, Democrats, and you're fucking wrong, Republicans. Fuck both of you and your jack-off parties. Thanks for joining me here on the Stand the Joke Man show. Just delivering a quick message to my number one listener, Washington, D.C. I'm an American. And we're going to get a couple of things straight, mother From now on. Because if you're looking to garner my vote, shit ass, some things are going to change. And I doubt, seriously, you can clear hurdle one. Numero uno. Don't, don't. This is a service for me, not a career. And I thank God this isn't how I make a living. Give up your thousand dollars in. Hey, I have before. I've actually paid it back. Every year would be great. But here's the deal on this one, guys. I'm gone 42 weeks out of the year. Yeah, we know, asshole. It's your new Florida mansion. You're all piles of shit to him, and he doesn't think he owes you a fucking thing. He's enriched himself $10 million since taking office. <laughs> and he doesn't think he works for us. Well, let's get something straight, Washington, D.C. You work for me, you little shit ass. You don't think you do, but you do. I am your fucking boss. America is your fucking boss, multimillionaire. So you best get off your fucking high horse before we knock your ass off. Hurdle numero dos. When I ask you a question, I expect a fucking answer. Not a duck. Not a sidestep, not a guessing, a what if, an adverb, a misdirection. And listen carefully, you pathological liar, before you answer. There's a real good chance I already know the answer. I just want to see if you're going to lie. I'm not going to let fucker Carlson tell me that you're lying because he's full of shit too. I'm going to know. So when I ask you a question, you little shit, I better get a direct, honest answer. Anything short of a direct reply, any more walking around questions and not giving me a straight, lucid, direct answer is a goddamned lie. You're lying. I've got friends who are dead now because they made the mistake of listening to Senator James Langford and these other goddamn jack-off politicians around here who told them it wasn't necessary to get a goddamn COVID vaccine. They listened to them, and they're in the ground now. You're going to fucking tell the truth, or you're going to be held accountable from now on. You understand me? If there's a way to prosecute you for fucking lying to me, you're going to be prosecuted. You understand? 
you better fuck face because your millions ain't going to buy you out of trouble anymore. The well's tapping out. Hurdle numero tres. I don't give a flying fuck what district you in, what county, what state, what city. I don't give a fuck. You're a representative of the United States government. You are a representative of this country. That means you're going to behave your fucking ass accordingly to all Americans. You understand me, clan members? I don't give a fuck if you got your boy in office. He's going to respect black, Latin, Jewish, Muslim, Asian. It doesn't matter. Gay, straight, atheist. I don't give a fuck who you are. You're American, and that's enough. You chicken shits are going to tear down the fucking walls and the fences, and we're all going to get in this game together. Because your divisive, tribing up bullshit is a failure. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me how tribing up fucking works anywhere. That's a rhetorical question, asshole. I don't give a shit what you think because you're a representative of all Americans and I don't give a fuck what district you're in. If you got the title and you're getting the paycheck, you represent all Americans. You represent freedom for all Americans. That includes women who have to make the incredibly painful decision of terminating a pregnancy for medical reasons. A mom and dad desperately looking for treatment for a daughter who they thought was a daughter, but she has a penis brain. They need some help with that. They're Americans, folks. We're going to help these people. Yes, we have problems at the border. We have a ton of problems at the border. You know why? President Joe Biden sent these fuckers in Washington a bill to sign that will fully fund the border. But the Republicans are blocking it. You know why? They don't want it to pass. They want the chaos and the pain to continue, folks. They want the hurt to continue. Because it's all they got. <laughs> sure as fuck isn't truth. Sure as fuck isn't honor. We know that. Everything they've done has just been disgusting. They lowered themselves and crawled in bed with George Santos just so they could carry out vendettas. Like a bunch of fucking fifth grade kids. And it goes both ways. Shut your fucking mouth, Chuck Schumer. It's time for you to fade off stage left with Nancy Pelosi. You're just as goddamn divisive. Get out! Marjorie Taylor Greene, you're a stupid trailer trash hillbilly whore. Shut your fucking mouth. I'm sick and tired of listening to you use the word of God to attack people and the Constitution to attack people. Let's make something very clear, folks. Any Christian who uses the word of God to attack people is the opposite of Christian. And any fucking Republican or Democrat who uses the Constitution to strip rights away and attack people the way these fuckers have, 
are the opposite of American. All right, enough of that shit. Let's have some fun and do some news. The headline's important to me. Okay, the other night you might have watched the Grammys. You may not have. I kind of fucking watched. Uh, J-Lo and Ben Affleck were there, and I got to tell you something. They they really seem to be in love. They really do. They seem to be very, very happy, and, and I wish them all the best, except for the other night at the Grammys. The fuck is wrong with Ben Affleck? What a J-Lo catch you jerking off to a picture of Matt Damon or something? <laughs> or get a picture of it? Ben Affleck sat out there during the Grammys ceremony with J-Lo at a table. Somebody got a picture of him. And he just had the most pathetic look on his face. He really did. Like he got really bad news that day or something. Well, the look was so shitty, it became a meme. And it spread on social media like wildfire. Well, J-Lo saw it on social media as they were sitting there. The shit was happening live. And a woman sitting nearby witnessed the entire exchange. J-Lo showed Ben Affleck the phone and was like, oh my God, honey, look at this meme circulating about you. And he was like, oh God, this again. Like he knew during the performance that he was a meme. He maintained the shit look on his face. Maybe he was just in a bad mood. He could have had a headache. Maybe his hemorrhoids were bothering him. Who knows? Let's speculate, shall we? What the fuck was wrong with Ben Affleck? Look at Ben. Oh, he doesn't look rested. Look at Ben. Oh, he looks kind of sad. The face could mean that J-Lo molested. Boston John, super real bad. What the hell is wrong with Boston Ben? Ben pissy all damn day. Crappy look on full display. What the hell is wrong with Boston Ben? He might need a good J-Lay. Then everything's okay. Maybe it was just a headache. I certainly wish Ben afflicted the very best. All right, let's move on with the fucking news here. Courtroom chaos. Alex Murdaugh alibi unraveling as murder trial may last two more weeks. Here we go, folks. Another spoiled brat fucking punk. Miserable in his life, every fucking decision he's ever made. Another fucking moron. But here we go, another shit ass. Spoiled to the core, doesn't care about anybody but himself. He is so goddamn low, he can kill his own wife and baby. And he's got all them high-end lawyers to cover his tracks, his lies, and make up lots of excuses for him. Well, this time is, I hope it doesn't work. I mean, if the jury finds him innocent, fine. How the fuck could they? Spoiled fucking brats. They can't have their way. They murder children. They murder women. They put on a great fake ball bag display of sorrow. But the fucking fact is these are heartless people. They'll shoot and kill anybody and then blame somebody else for it. They'd kill their own mom. These fuckers are so self-centered. The whole world is them. Diabolical, folks. There's not a drop of God in their life at all. That fucker is even more dangerous than the lowest level street gang banging crackhead 
in South Central Los Angeles. Murdoch is far more dangerous because he's got money and high-priced lawyers to cover his bullshit tracks. Oh, my gosh. She's back in the news. I hadn't heard anything about this woman in a long time. Wait, wait, wait. We got to jump on it. Like I give a shit. That's right. Like I give a shit. Celebrity news updates about celebrities that aren't so celebrity anymore. Lindsay Lohan is back in the news. Last time we gave you an update on Lindsay Lohan, she had a nightclub in Greece. Yeah, she was over there living large, married some Greek millionaire or billionaire, and her career was definitely on the rebound. Well, she's back. The actress flew across the Atlantic Ocean to cheer on her model siblings the other day as they strutted down the runway during New York Fashion Week. We'll just call it New York Fashion Week. (laughs) I can't pronounce the names. I'm a faded glory man myself, and George, um... (laughs) Lohan made a rare public appearance in the audience as she watched her sister Allie, 29, and her brother Cody, 26, grace the catwalk to mark the start of New York Fashion Week. Lindsay is living in Dubai right now with her husband, Bader Shamas. My God, that's where my son lives. I wonder if they're friends. Oh my God, my youngest son might be friends with Lindsay Lohan. You know, Dubai's not like L.A., You know, it's not like the biggest fucking city in the world. I mean, it's big. It's nice. A lot of money. Oh, my God. I got to call my son. I got to warn him to stay the fuck away from Lindsay Lohan. Look, hey, I'm... (laughs) Hey, Bader, I don't mean disrespect, but I know the other side of Lindsay. (laughs) Did you know she spent the weekend with Brian Adams? It's true. Did you know she used to drive a Volkswagen? What are we doing here? Buying you a car? Oh, I just got this car. You know, my dad wanted to get me something nice for graduation. Didn't you used to drive cars with a little bit more, uh, muscle? Oh, this, this car is not for racing. It's just for, you know, regular driving. For show. Yeah. Yeah. Emphasis on the word show. That was before she sold the fucking car to Ted Bundy. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then he put that Volkswagen to real fucking use. Fortunately, my son doesn't part his hair down the middle. But one of my sons lives in Dubai, and I've got to end the show now, get on the fucking phone and call him to warn him about Lindsay. (laughs) Hey, guys. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for the Stan the Joke Man show here on a Friday. Let's get the weekend underway, shall we? This is a product of Joke Man Productions, LLC, broadcasting for the Boys Room Studios right here in Henrietta, America, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at high noon on Apple, Amazon, Pandora, and Spotify. If you ever need to get a hold of me, Joke Man Productions, LLC on Facebook. That's the best way. If you ever have any suggestions or anything you want me to address, hell, send me a letter. Love to have it. I want to say thanks to all my listeners all over the world who are sharing the link and telling people about my show. I really, really appreciate it. And I want to say hello to the entire world who's tuning in. Fuck. Here goes Lindsay Lohan. Up to her old tricks again along with Ted Bundy. Whatever you do this weekend, just keep an eye out for those two, okay? I'm calling my son right now to warn him. (laughs) Or you can just not part your hair this weekend. Hey, here's...
Bowers there. That's a great idea. Hey, burn it solid, folks. I'll be back on Monday, high noon. Until then, adios, mi amigos. Bye, con Dios.